Uh, welcome to the Geek Out Heroes. This is Vargo. Sanderson. So, listeners, this week, so I know we said, I know I said we were going to do a, an anime <clears throat> and manga, uh, you know, special, but uh, that's going to have to hold off for a week because we can't get all the guys on uh, this week because of, uh, you know, Valentine's Day. Some of us Life. are celebrating late and some of us have birthdays with family. So, uh, it's, it is what it is, but Anderson and I decided to jump on here really quick for you because, you know, otherwise it would just be me, <laughs> uh, and let you know that, you know, we're going to be back actually next week as well. And then we'll be going back to a regular bi-weekly. But after this, this, you know, couple of weeks, we were like, all right, well, let's go ahead and knock one out really quick and, and just vent a bit about the, uh, some of the nonsense that's been happening over the past two weeks like dude i can't i can't fucking win with this world i'm over here just contemplating after what's been going down on the pop culture world that thanos was right yeah uh yeah thanos was right so so listeners what one of the things that happened this week was we found out that uh bo DeMeo, who was the uh the lead creative for the x-men seven or uh sorry x-men 97 uh, revival uh revival which is the continuation of the uh, the old '90s X Men show? Because that had a terrible that, final season. That had a pretty bad final season and ended with uh, Charles Xavier essentially dying. Uh, it's going to pick up right where that left off, and uh, <laughs> he had made a lot of promises and made a lot of speeches about how oh you shouldn't be able to work on this unless you're a fan of it. He's also the same person who outed all the writers in the from, from The Witcher who said that uh, these people aren't fans of the thing that they're writing for and that they hate the show and that they hate the lore and all that stuff. And uh, so it all was looking up like we were all sitting there going, all right, well, this sounds this sounds really good. He says that, you know, you shouldn't be allowed to work on it unless you're a fan of it. Uh, you shouldn't be allowed to write for it unless you're a fan of it. And it turns out all of that was a fucking lie. All of it. Every one every every fucking sound, like second of it was a lie and it was because he was really trying to trying to prevent fans from knowing what he was actually doing which is the exact same thing he pointed the finger at Netflix for doing which is hiring people who aren't fans of the show having them write for it and putting in their own fucking agendas and that's exactly what he's fucking done he has done exactly that and if you don't believe me Go and look it up. Some of the stuff that he said recently is that morph is non-binary. <clears throat> and I want to point out that, okay, it's it's 2024. How is that a problem? Because the show takes place in 1997 before non-binary was even a fucking thing. Do you see the problem now? You fucking morons. Stupid fucking Disney. God damn it. I am so tired of this shit. It's so fucking stupid. It was, for me, on my end, one of the giveaways I found out, uh, not even one, but uh, at least two of the writers on the show yeah. are the same writers from the modern X-Men comics. Yeah, which one of them is responsible for the ba- the now backstory uh-huh. of how Nightcrawler was born, which means that Mystique is his dad. Well, it's a it's a pretty messed up story. And yeah. What's weird about it is the way it's written is that Mystique, as you know, she was a shapeshifter, so she could change now her body parts genetically and create sperm. Apparently, now <clears throat> and create sperm is uh, I decided to look into it, and uh, somebody I follow, 
that this comic's pretty well. Like this, this comic explains it's pretty. It's somebody who just doesn't pick political sides. He just goes down the story yeah. and kind of speed reads it for you. Mystique also abuses Nightcrawler throughout the entire thing. As it actually abuses him as an abusive parent and is portrayed as the hero. Well, of course, because she's a woman, and women can't do wrong. Not she's not, not in twenty twenty four. Women women can't not in be the wrong. comics anymore. She's not a woman. Fargo, you're just putting too many too she, many. Well, she, she's a, she's on a her. not she's a non binary transgender hermaphrodite. No, Vargo, it's it's you forget that their new pronoun is just piece of shit. Oh, that's what it should be. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, the the. <laughs> <clears throat> The fact that this guy, like, how the fuck are these people still getting jobs is the question that you have to ask. And the reason for that, listeners, is because of Disney's ridiculous fucking hiring practices. So I was going to say the higher-ups are they, falling on that they were They were recently outed for a document that shows how they hire. And they hire literally based off of your gender, based off of your sexual orientation, and based off the color of your skin. And that is a complete violation of the Civil Rights Act. You know, the thing that everyone's been having to follow for the last, I don't know, 50, 50, 60 years, nearly. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what they're doing. And listeners, if you, if you have any inkling as to what I'm talking about, it's basically they're sitting there saying, okay, are you white? Instantly gone. Are you white and male? Instantly gone. Are you white and female? Well, you might have a shot. Are you white, female, and gay? Oh, you're uh, you're in the running. Are you black, female, and gay? Oh, you're you're absolutely going to get hired. The problem with identity politics is it's it throws away merit. It takes everything that is that is involved in equality and throws it out the window, and it prioritizes equity. It should be based off of the person in front of you. Are they qualified? Is the person in front of you qualified to do the job? That's it. Can they do the job and then can they do it better than the other person? If they can, they should be hired. That's it. Like the, this is absolute fucking insanity. So thankfully a group has come together and said, Hey, you know what? This is actually wrong and against the law. We're going to sue Disney. And Disney says that as, as a company, they feel it is their right to hire based off of gender, based off of race, based off of sexual orientation. They are allowed to discriminate against anyone who doesn't meet their specific criteria to get their ESG scores up. And they actually tell other companies that they should do the same things. We listeners, we are living in a backwards world. A world that has completely abandoned all principles and all, you know, all accountability for their own actions because this is their new God. Their new God is the woke. Their new God is just following this bullshit. When the rest of us are going, this is fucking wrong. This isn't how everything should work. This is this is insanity. Yeah, it is insane. You're right. It's absolutely insane. And I'm hoping to God that Disney gets the shit suit out of them. And every other company goes, wow, we really need to stop doing this. Yes, you do. You need to stop doing this. 
This is ruining one, our culture, one and two, our pop culture. The things that we used to control in the world are no longer ours. Yeah, the funny thing is about the the new cult. What's that? Is they can't make anything new themselves. No, that's the thing. They steal everything. They steal everything that's been made and everything that's been, been, been popular because they can't actually make something popular themselves. If they did, they'd have an ounce of creativity and they wouldn't be doing the shit that they are. Yeah, because I was thinking about, like, my generation, for book-wise, we had Harry Potter, right? Yeah. The character was born in the 80s, so I'm thinking, like, this new generation, like, the closest thing I can think of maybe is Five Nights at Freddy's. Because I'm trying to think of stuff, and I'm like, maybe the the early Percy Jacksons, but even then, that was, what, early 2000s, late 90s. Yeah, we lost those a long time ago. Well, that was because the the writer yeah. Yeah. Uh, as soon the cult. As soon as the person who's the creator turns into a nut job, You've lost it. You you can't ha- you can't claim it anymore because it's no longer yours. It's now theirs because this dipshit decides to step in and go. Oh, I need to correct the way I've been thinking for years, dude. There was nothing wrong with the way you were thinking. There was nothing wrong with you having white characters. There was nothing wrong with any of that. You were making characters based off of the regions that they came from, and their lineage. It's oh, it's almost too too fucking easy. Uh, wow. Which that, you know, if you want to wrap that up to the whole thing, that's what makes even more, hearing more stories about the new X-Men 97 is that they can only hire voice actors that match the character. Yeah, and that's the other thing I was going to get to is the fact that they <laughs> they hire, you know, they hire these people based off of the color of their skin to play a person. Like, I don't remember anybody being a beast. I don't remember anybody being, you know, I don't know if the, the, the is the voice actor who's playing, uh, playing Wolverine Canadian. I mean, because that'd be if, the case. Is the the voice actor of Nightcrawler? Does he have to be Catholic? Is is he Catholic? Is he German? Like, if if we're gonna start bringing ethnicity into it, listeners, we might as well start getting nationality into it. Because if oh, they're so not from the there? nation that they say they're from, oh man, yeah. nobody can play Black Panther anymore because Wakanda is not a real fucking place. Like, this is insane. This is stupid. It is stupidity that is guiding these fucking morons we have out in Hollywood making this trash. And and then they're fucking flabbergasted why they fail. They're flabbergasted by it. They're completely fucking thrown off by, hey, how did we fail? How did how did this not do as well as we thought it should? Gee, I wonder why. Like after after all of this, you have to start wondering are they doing this for tax reasons? Like, are they d- intentionally losing money and doing these things to piss off fans to lose money for taxes? Or is this like, a, is this like a producer's kind of thing where they put a whole bunch of investors into it and then they, they pull the rug out from underneath them and take all the money and run. So here's the thing. Uh, my favorite X-Men has always been Wolverine. I mean, he has one of the most tragic backstories. I think and, everybody likes Wolverine. You know, uh, greatest story arcs in, in all of Marvel. But my second favorite has always been Rogue. Partially because of the same thing. She has an amazing backstory. She has this incredible, you know, incredible buildup and character development. And they did Rogue dirty. God, did they do Rogue dirty. I'm a big Storm fan, and I can I can already tell they're gonna mess up Storm. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, there's no way they can't screw it up. So they, I mean, and they've taken Rogue and, and turned her into a flat backed, flat assed, no, you know, uniboob uh, character that is, it's the modern way to animate women now because they can't have curves. And you can see the, the online comparisons listeners. There's, there's no, there's no comparison. Uh, old school rogue is way better. Just looks everything. Uh, and they're going to turn around and make her the representation for the LGBTQ community. How? I don't know because she's not gay, but, uh, apparently that's what she's going to be. She's going to represent how they feel and how they just, they just want to be loved. And, you know, they just want to be touched by another human being. And that's, that's the story they're going with. Every human being feels this way in their life at some point. That is not a unique thing to the LGBTQ community. I'm sorry. It's not the alphabet soup community does not get to claim ownership of this feeling. That is a human feeling. Human beings want to be loved. Human beings want to touch someone and they want to be touched. I mean, Jesus Christ, Whitney Houston has almost an entire fucking song based off of it. You think that you think that the LGBTQ community are the only fucking people on the planet that just want to be loved, that just want to be touched. Are you out of your fucking minds? That's, that's a human want and a human need. Everybody's everybody's felt that way at some point. So when it comes to when it comes to X Men, the second all this shit started coming out, and you found out that that Bo Mayo or DeMeo had lied his ass off the entire goddamn time about actually being you know caring about the characters and caring about the series and stuff like that. That guy's full of shit. He is the exact same. He is the exact same thing that he pointed the finger at at Netflix. You don't have to like your characters. You can hate them as much as you want. You can turn around and change the characters to fit your political opinions because reasons, because you have to push an agenda. And that's exactly what you're going to get with X-Men and everyone out there. Everyone who says that X-Men is woke. I hate to tell you this. They were never woke. They were never a representation of the LGBTQ community. They were never a representation of the civil rights movement. It was literally made because Stan Lee didn't want to create an origin story for a bunch of superheroes. So he thought, well, we'll just make them mutants. We'll just use the X gene as the reason why we call them the X-Men and the reason why they are able to do all these special things. And we'll create an entire new species of human beings that have no that, that have backstories to them, but we can get into that shit later because this is the easiest route to making a superhero. That was it. He admitted to that. That is that is literally in an interview. If you don't believe me, go look it up. It had nothing to do with the civil rights movement. It had nothing to do with anything else. So all of this shit that people are trying to say in there, that's absolute 100% projection. That is projection from people who are looking for, oh, well, it's always been woke. It's the same fucking bullshit people have been saying about Star Trek. No, it was because he needed something new to come up with because comic books were becoming stale again. This is what happens Mm -hmm. when Marvel runs out of ideas. They have to create new ideas and new IPs. That happens. And that happens. That's how Frank... But Frank Miller and those guys saved the DC back in the uh, late eighties, early nineties. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> they reinvent. They didn't get rid of the core character, but they decided how to retell their stories in a in a modern time. Yeah. 
And this has happened multiple times. Yes. Yeah. Multiple times. And here's... Uh, think of the Punisher. The Punisher's origin story stays the same, but different time frames. And here's the thing. Their audience back then <clears throat> was the same audience they have now. And the the quote-unquote modern audience that everybody's been searching for doesn't exist. The modern audience, listeners, the modern audience they're trying to cater to makes, towards makes, makes up less than 10% of the population. I guarantee it. I guarantee they make up less than 10% of the entire population. Listeners, the, the modern audience doesn't exist. It's literally you and I. So this this... This 10% of the population they're going after is a fucking joke. Because that, that's not a demographic you want to cater to. Because that's that's 10% of the population. That's not even the largest population that you want to go to to have all your money coming from. And I guarantee you that 10% ain't buying your comics. They ain't watching your shows. They ain't going to your movies. That's pretty fucking evident by the amount of lack of money that superhero movies are making. It's not fatigue it is not superhero fatigue superhero fatigue is is a small part of it it is 100% because you guys are telling shitty stories that nobody wants to go see listeners do you want to know how these people get in charge of uh, Batman how these people get in charge of things like Superman and Robin and you know you name you name it the 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 characters that have now been freaking completely bastardized in the modern age for the you know for this this mythical modern audience the reason why these characters have been taken over by these people is because they got into these industries by working for cheap and that's it they worked for cheap some of them worked for for dirt for nothing and they were eventually given the chance of like okay you who have been working us working for us for a long time for practically fucking nothing have the chance to prove yourself by doing a new story involving an old character. So we're going to hand this IP over to you. And the worst part about it is they're shocked when it fails. They're shocked when they can't figure out why no one's reading their comic book about a gay Robin, about a gay Nightwing. A, who is who's now bisexual now somehow um a you know a bisexual superman who's primarily gay because he has a boyfriend a uh you know the there are you noticing a trend here that the the trend for comic books right now is you know put someone in it make him gay and what's even funnier is the fact that they actually think that their readers want to read this shit <clears throat> They think that their readers actually want to read this. They think that this is their this is their main audience wants to read this. It's almost like they don't do any research on who their demographics are or who they're actually selling their comics to. And because they 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 think that you should have to read it and that you should support it, they try to goat you into thinking, "Oh, well, if you don't, you're a bigot." Well, no, th- this isn't a story that that appeals to you at all anymore. This isn't a character that appeals to you anymore. It's not because you can't see yourself in it. It's because they've now focused on something that the character was never about to you. It's not because you don't relate to the character anymore. It's because they've now made the character entirely about this one subject now. And that's the thing that they're trying to push 
It has nothing to do with them being a crime fighter. It has nothing to do to, to do with them being a hero. I don't know how to get through the, to, to anyone in this industry and tell them you guys don't do any research. You do no research on your, who your demographics are and what they, what their values are and what they like zero. While you think you're changing hearts and minds, you're turning people away and you're turning down millions of dollars to do it. And last I checked, virtue signaling doesn't make you money. In fact, virtue signaling tends to turn people off and make people turn away from you and you lose money because of it. You know, there's that old saying of go woke, go broke. Well, it's the same thing here. Just, you know, virtue signal as much as you want. You're not making more money. You're not making a cent more. So what did it get you? What did it cost? In the words, in the words of Thanos, everything. So listeners, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to try and cut this, this uh, conversation short. So, uh, but you know, Basically, speaking of, of virtue signaling, you know, you, we have a problem with uh, with celebrities right now, and they they like to go on Twitter and just spout off fucking nonsense that nobody should care about. Really, nobody should care about. We have a massive problem in this country where we treat our celebrities like fucking idols. We have an idol culture in this country around celebrities where we we actually look to them like, oh, they 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 said this, they said that. You know what? It's nice when when you find somebody that's famous or something like that that agrees with you. Great. I get that. Here's the thing, though. You shouldn't care. You really shouldn't. This is a person you don't know personally. You don't know them on any fucking level. I mean, let's face it. Most of the time, I just want to tell them to shut the fuck up and do their job. That's it. <laughs> just shut the fuck up. Do your job. You know, we, we, have, uh, we have developers that need to learn that lesson, too. You need to shut the fuck up and do your job. Nobody cares that your job is hard. Nobody cares. Everyone's job is hard. Nobody gives a shit. You know, the, the other thing is the, the amount of uh, fucking, the amount of fucking insanity surrounding their personal lives of people keeping track of, oh, we're, they're wearing this. They're doing that. They're doing this. Who fucking cares? Who cares? So who, who, who should be listening to you on this? Nobody, nobody should be listening to them. You know, and speaking of like, speaking of idol culture, we like, we're not the only ones guilty of idol culture. Idol culture originally, you know, it really uh, comes from uh, the idea of in Japan, they have idols and these pop idols are, they're protected to the point where they can't have social lives, where they can't date people. If it comes out that they're dating people, people lose their shit. There was a weather woman, I think, in, uh, I think this was actually in, uh, uh, God damn it. I can't remember what, what part of the, uh, what part of the world I want to say it was Japan. It might've been Korea, but you know, who has a similar idol culture. They, this, this weather woman, beautiful woman, absolutely gorgeous, but people found out she had a boyfriend and the, the, the public lost their fucking minds lost their minds because apparently this woman was somehow obtainable by all these dipshits out there that think that they can have a chance with her. Well, I can't fap to you anymore. So, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's enough for you to be fired. That's just complete crazy town. I, I just, I don't get this mentality at all. It makes zero fucking sense to me. 
So you have, you have this weird, you know, this weird culture in, in, over in, in Japan specifically where they, they protect their, their idols from having any kind of social presence whatsoever. And they are prevented from, from dating anyone. They're prevented from, they're actually control. Their lives are controlled from, from the time they wake up to the time they go to sleep. It is absolutely sickening that a company would have this much control over a human being. And this is actually coming into play within the VTuber scene. Now, you know, you have uh, Niji Sanji, which is 100% a black company. This is a black company, 100%. They absolutely are shit. And listeners, in case you don't know what the term black company is in Japan, a black company is a company that you should avoid at all costs. Um, they are exploitative. They will work you to death and they do not care about their employees. They only care about the work that's done. Now, I know I've said things like shut up and work. There's a difference between shut up and work and not being treated like a human being. There, There's a line of like, you know, you give so much to a company, they should be able to give you something back, right? You should, you shouldn't feel like you're being exploited for what you do and what you provide. They control their VTubers the same way that idol call that, that the idols are controlled in Japan. And they think that they can tell you what to do and tell you what not to do. If you have a manager, they basically say, Oh, well this, this isn't going to work out then because we can't control you. Then they have, they have a lot of their VTubers pay for their own shit and never pay them back. Some of their VTubers have to have, have to go out of their way in order to pay for their pay for, for the things that they want to do on the side. And then they say, you can't, you can't put it on stream. And this is pretty much what happened with, uh, I don't know if you guys know about this, but, uh, the, the drama that's been going around with, uh, Doki bird, AKA Selene, uh, listeners. I was never into VTubers, never been into VTubers. I've never really been a, been a, been a fan of them, but I've been watching this whole thing unfold because it's been popping up so much. It's insane. Um, Basically, she she had uh, you know not to not to go into too many details, but she had an incident where she was hospitalized, and because of all of these other things that were piling up on her, she felt very stressed out and wanted to get out of Niji Sanji. Uh, she essentially wanted to I wanted to null, uh, nullify her contract, so Niji Sanji decided to take it upon themselves to badmouth her in public. And then to bring up the fact that, oh, she was being harassed. They brought this up, not her. And then they tried to act like they were the victims. Then they tried to act like their VTubers were the victims. By releasing the court, or not even the court documents, the legal documents that she submitted to them for reasons why they basically should let her go and reasons why this this relationship isn't going to work out. They released these to a couple of VTubers out there. That decided to take it upon themselves to talk about it in public. Like, like we all knew what was happening as if we all, we all saw it as well. No, we, we didn't see it at all. In fact, it was, as far as we were concerned, it was, you know, covered, covered under an NDA and uh, we weren't going to know what actually happened. And she was just going to move on with her career and move on with her life. And she was just going to keep streaming. And that was it as Doki bird and not uh Selene. but no, they decided to take it upon themselves and go public with this. Wow. Talk about throwing somebody underneath the fucking bus. You know, long story short, clearly this is a problem when a company feels the need to control every aspect of your life, including how you're seen seen in the public after you've left. 
I mean, there is literally no reason for for Niji Sanji to have gone out of their way to do this much this much quote unquote damage control for themselves. It wasn't damage control. They were literally trying to damage her reputation so that she couldn't work afterwards. That's basically what they were trying to do. They were trying to make sure that she couldn't continue after she left. That's exactly why this was done. Guaranteed. It was done out of vengeance. It was not done out of protecting themselves. If they wanted to protect themselves, they should have shut the hell up. The most they should have done was these statements that they made to their shareholders of, we're going to try and fix this and change this so that this this incident doesn't happen again. And that's it. There was no reason for them to go out of their way to be like, oh, this happened. This happened. What the fuck, guys? What are you doing? Move the fuck on. I have not seen a company in Japan that needed a PR agency so fucking badly. And, and here's the thing. They just needed a PR agent to be like, you guys need to shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up now. God damn. Like there are times where you absolutely should shut the hell up. There are times where you absolutely should come out, should, should come out and speak out. The times when you should come out and speak out is when you 100% have proof that you were in the right. And there's nothing legally holding you back. In this case, they put out the the notice that she was being fired. And that's how she found out was on the internet that she was being let go. Was from the document that was posted on Twitter. She didn't even have it in her hands. What, what are you guys doing? And, and then to have three, you know, and on top of that, to have three of your VTubers go out and say that, oh, uh, you know, she had, she had documentation that could dox us. And, you know, uh, she recorded me when it turned out that it was just, it was just a fucking recording session, a test session that she had on, on tape. That was it. A recording session she had on tape. It was supposed to be a collaboration between the two VTubers, and he thought that that was attacking him. Give me a fucking break. You know, thanks for thanks for being the corporate stooge. Thanks for going on online and putting out your your most viewed your most viewed video ever in your channel that led to you losing twenty five thousand subscribers. Like, I know it's a, it's a drop in the bucket for some of these fuckers, but still that's absolutely, I mean, you, you guys have got it. You, you have got to be the PR lesson of the year of don't do this. What not to do. So maybe you should think before you post, right? Maybe you should think before you post. Anyways, listeners, I'm sorry for going on such a fucking rant and being such a you know piece of shit online and all that stuff, but. You guys can either agree with me or you don't. That's fine. I, it doesn't matter. If you if you do, you do. If you don't, you don't. If I've said something that's that's you know kind of gotten you to wake up a little bit to the nonsense that's going around you, great. If not, I got nothing. If you liked us, awesome. If you didn't, awesome. That is your opinion. You're entitled to it. So. Please share us with your friends if you liked us. If you didn't and you just want to you know, sit there and badmouth us, that's fine too. That's completely okay. Do it. And if it turns, and it, I mean, shit, if it turns out I'm wrong on X-Men 97, I, fuck, that's great. You know, winners for everybody. 
Again, every, everybody, everybody take a shot. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, that's a fucking win. Celebrate, whatever. That's a win. But until then, I, I literally have no faith in, in anything Disney puts out. Zero. I, I have zero faith they won't fuck this up. But until next time, which will be next week, hopefully, <laughs> provided everybody can join us, we'll actually be doing an anime talk and we'll be talking about manga. We're not going to talk about the localizers because I don't want to bring that up again. We're going to talk about just the awesome stuff that we've been coming across. And yes, there is a, a lot of awesome uh, anime and manga still out there in the world. Uh, stuff that you can't even get in stores that I've been going through that is fucking just amazing. And uh, I've got a big list. Shoot, I just got to uh, the the shark scene or the shark episode in the Zoom 100. Zoom 100, Zom yeah. 100. I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah, that was fucking hilarious. That was great. Um, it's a shame. Like, I I will I I will give a little bit of spoiler. Uh, not really a spoiler, but a spoiler for next week. I that that show turns out to be kind of a three point five out of five. Unfortunately. Oh, yeah. I could see it. I can kind of see it going downhill um, already. It has it has an episode that that drags on for too long, in my opinion. And when they when they finally you know get to their final destination in, in the show, it slows way down. Anyways, listeners, we'll be back next week. We're going to talk about manga. We're talking about anime. We're going to talk about the things that we love, the things that we didn't, the recommendations that we're going to make to you based off of what we like. So keep that in mind. It's what we like. <laughs> So, uh, but anyways, this is Vargo Anderson. Keep on geeking on, and we're out. Ooh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So